Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, if you are not aware, it is not Friday. <laughs> and so this podcast is coming out a little bit later than I would like it to, but I really just wanted to get something out. And it's it's a short one today, like for real, for real. It's a short one today. I um, am going to be kind of starting a new train of thought or a new, I guess you can say, podcast series as we wrap up 2021. I cannot believe how fast this year went by. And I love December because um, one, there's Christmas and that's my favorite holiday of all. Um, you know, as as a person of faith, we have like a couple of like cornerstone holidays <laughs> and our savior entering the world is, you know, it's kind of important <laughs> um, along with Easter, <laughs> the reason that we have our faith. But I love Christmas time because I really do make every effort that I can to kind of slow down and really focus on what this time of year means uh, for me as a Christian, as a person of faith, that um, that that the God of the universe, the creator of the world, um, sent his son into this earth. Um, and, and I love that, you know, he came as a baby. He came as, you know, the smallest thing you can come as, you know, as a human. <laughs> and 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 it shows that you know great things come from small beginnings and and I can go down a whole rabbit trail of all that but I just I love to think about and meditate on that during this time of year um I really try to pause and take some time with the kids and talk to them about you know why this time of year is so important I mean it's it's great to drive by and see christmas lights and make cookies and do all those things and and I and I do them like I love just all of the quote unquote traditional, you know, Christmas um traditions that that people have have created and come up and do every year and 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 I do I love them, but I want to make sure that they, you know, really that we take some time to really talk about why we celebrate this time of year. And I also like this time of year because as, you know, we close the year, I really, I take some time to reflect on the year. Like, what did I do this year? You know, what did I not do? And I, every year at the beginning of the year, I kind of get ready for the year and say, okay, these are some things I want to do. I want to read, you know, 12 books this year, whatever it is, a book a month. And, and, you know, I just kind of make my little resolutions like some, like a lot of people do. Um, But during December is when I kind of look back over and see, like I do a year in recap, like what happened this year? What happened in my finances? What happened? Um, in my relationships, what happened in my fitness and what happened in my faith and what happened in my family. You know, I love how all that stuff starts with an F. You guys know how I love alliteration. But um, so that's what I'm kind of I'm getting ready to start doing it. And, and let like lo and behold, as I was reading through the Bible, I opened up um, the book of First Chronicles and I came across the um I came across the scripture first chronicles twenty two five and and this is what the blog was about this week and what this upcoming series will be about and it says David said, "My son Solomon is young and inexperienced, and the house to be built for the Lord should be of great magnificence and fame and splendor in the sight of all the nations, therefore, I will make preparations for it and then this is kind of the the verse or the part of the verse I'm really keying in on. So David made extensive preparations before his death. And and this is a time of year, you know, people are preparing for Christmas parties, they're preparing for, you know, Christmas pageants, maybe at church or at their kid's school. They're preparing their homes to have guests for Christmas. And and I find it like really incredible. I found this study online um, that was done in 2019 that said 
88% of the respondents to this survey said that the holidays were the most stressful time of the year. And, and you know, I, I like to watch YouTube. I don't watch a ton of like movies and TV shows just because I like like really quick videos so I can get on with my life. Or I like to watch things that I can, you know, still do other things while I'm watching it. And I like to watch, um, you know, YouTube while I'm washing dishes or whatever. And I've seen a lot of videos um, as of late and, and it and it happens this time of year make your holiday season less stressful let you know and so I mean it's a big deal um, that this time of year you know people are just kind of consumed with busyness and getting things done and getting the right gifts and all of that and and I and I began to think about how much preparation we put into Christmas um, well Christmas time I'll say you know I know people who put up their their tree before Halloween and that's all well and good you know I I love looking at a Christmas tree my son convinced us this year to get we got a prelit a new prelit tree and it had colorful lights on it and I I didn't I don't like colorful lights I like white like it just looks so good aesthetically and he was like please we I want color lights I want color. and so we got the color lights well and actually the tree can do either or and those lights were amazing. He's like, see, I told you, I told you. <laughs> but you know, people prepare for Christmas months before it comes, right? And, and if I'm honest, I really think that people put more time in their preparation for like holidays and for guests coming over than they do for their for for their lives. You know, and I, I one of my favorite quotes that I've come across recently is from Chris Voss in his book, Never Split the Difference. He says, when the pressure is on, you don't rise to the occasion. You fall to the highest level of preparation. And every year, you know, people this time of year and, and in the next few weeks, they're going to sit down and, and write resolutions. And, and truthfully, many of the re- resolutions are, have been the same for 10 years. Every year, it's, it's I want to lose weight. Every year, I want to get out of debt. Every year, I want to I read a certain amount of books. Or I want to do this. Or I want to do that. And and to be to be truthful about it, you know, I think the the definition of resolution has kind of been lost and, and almost translated into, you know, a resolution is just a list of things. When by definition, when you make a, re- a resolution or you resolve to do something, what that word means is deciding firmly on a course of action. So it's not just writing something down you hope happens. It's, it's you know, having something, and, and definitely I think you should write it down, but it's having something that you want to do and not just having it or wishing for it or hoping for it, but making a plan of action as to how you are going to achieve it. And, you know, so so what it comes down to is if you want to reach your goals and whatever they are for the year, like you you have to prepare, you know, and every year at the beginning of the year, I begin to think about my next year in December. But in January, I just use that time to prayerfully think about and ask God about my year. And, and surprisingly, in 2021, during this time of prayer and fasting that I do every January, I felt the Lord kind of drop in my spirit the word prepare. And so I wrote that at the top of my my little planner. There's a vision board section. And I, I didn't even know what that meant, um, but I knew from experience that God would unfold it as the year went on. And um, I, I think 2020, my year was focus. And that year we really focused on our finances and we were able to pay off all of our debt. My word in 2019 was less. And I began to kind of um, break away from some of the obligations I had. And I began to decrease what was in my home. So that way, like I had less stuff to manage. And and I'm glad I did that in 2019 because I didn't know in 2020 we were going to be in the house all the time. But every year I ask God to give me a word to kind of guide my year and to focus my year. And in 2021, this year, the word was was prepared. And, And as the year unfolded, I had to prepare for a lot of things. You know, I, 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 pre- I began preparing for this uh, podcast. I, I began to prepare to improve 
the blog and be a little bit more consistent there. I, um, you know, humble brag, ran a marathon. <laughs> but, you know, I, I had to prepare, prepare for all those things, you know, and as a result of the preparation that I put in this year in different areas of my life, I, life I've seen things change drastically for me. I've seen um, our homeschool just blossom into this loving and calm and fulfilling environment where my kids are thriving and they're enjoying learning. And But, but none of this happens accidentally. It happens, you know, when, when we prepare. And as I mentioned at the, t- at the top of this, and can you believe it? I'm almost done. <laughs> this will be like the shortest episode ever. But, you know, we're given a great example of this in the Bible. King David, in our scripture we read, he wanted to build a temple for the Lord. But he was told, look, David, and, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing. This is the um, JSV, the Jasmine Standard Version. He's like, God, God, David said, God, I want to build you a temple. You know, your presence, the Ark of the Covenant, all this stuff. It's still in a tent. Like you've been in a tent all this time since the people of Israel have built the tabernacle. I want to build you a temple. And God told David, you know what? That's great, David. You are, look, you're, you're my boy. You're a man after my heart. But you've kind of killed a lot of people. You've got a lot of blood on your hands. You've had some affair. You did all that. And not that God was punishing him or anything. But what he said was, I already have plans for, for where my name will rest. And your son, Solomon, is going to be the one who is going to build a temple for me. And so instead of being, you know, a lot of people would have been upset about that. Like, what? That's not fair, God. I want to do this for you. I want to do that for you. But what David did was he he didn't focus on what he wasn't allowed to do or what he couldn't do. He began to pour himself into something that he could do. And that was to make preparations for the building of the temple. He wanted to get everything set up so that when Solomon became king, he already had a plan. He already had a template on what to do. He already had the materials laid up and set aside. And he told Solomon, and I'm going to get into this further in the next couple of weeks. He told Solomon, look, everything is ready for you. Like, how great is that as a parent? You know, your kid grows up and steps into the role they're supposed to be in. They go to college, they do whatever. And you as a parent can say, listen, I've laid the groundwork for you to have success. I have put some money aside for you. I have, you know, instilled in you the values of Christ and the values of of how to walk faithfully before our God. Like, how great would that be to do that for our kids? But um, that's all probably going to come up in the next couple of weeks. I'm not going to belabor that point. But but he made preparations for Solomon so that Solomon, when he was old enough, could just walk into something already laid out and already planned out for him. And I've been just kind of reading this scripture and just researching the building of the temple and all that David had to do to prepare for it and plan for it and and all that Solomon did once he it was time for him to build the temple. And I want to talk to you guys about that over the next few weeks of how we can use the same template. God is so awesome. You know, he did, he's done for us what David did for Solomon. He's given us his word so that we have a template to be able to kind of run our lives by. And I believe that in the this story, and the story goes over a couple of chapters. It's in a couple of different books of the Bible. And we're going to talk about it over the next few weeks, probably a little bit into January. But but God has given us a template on how we can prepare our lives to to, to have the best lives that we can have. You know, and and over these last few, He's given us everything that we need pertaining to life and godliness, and so we can. Um, look in his word and find answers to the questions that we have for life. We can find tools that will help us to prepare to have the best Christian life that we can have. And so when I come back, I will be back this Friday. So you get you, I guess this is like a great week for you because you get to hear me on Monday and Friday. But this Friday, I want to begin to talk to you about how to prepare your temple, how to prepare 
your life for the best year that you can have. Don't spend more time preparing for Christmas for for one day of the year. Uh, Don't spend more time doing that than you do to prepare for your whole life, to prepare for your year, to prepare for your children's future, your grandchildren's future. Let's, I really want to just kind of walk through this together in in this example that we're given in scripture of David building the temple. I want to kind of walk through this together and look at how we can apply it to our lives. Because as you know, the the word of God is alive, it's active, and and it's not meant just to be read and then you check off your box and close your Bible for the day. It's meant to be applied. It's meant to be meditated on. So I'm really excited to talk, talk with you guys about this. I've been thinking about it for a very long time and putting some things together. And so on Friday, we are going to begin talking about the steps that you can take to begin to prepare your life, to prepare your temple. The Bible, the Bible says that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And there are ways that we can prepare our temple, both physically, spiritually, mentally, financially, in every area. There's ways that we can start, even now in December, to prepare to have the best year that we can have in 2022. So I hope that you come back Friday. I hope that you kind of join along with me the whole rest of this month and and into January as we build our temple. I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being patient with me as I get episodes out as I can. Um, And my kids are starting to get loud downstairs because it's breakfast time. So I'm going to go help them out a little bit and start our school day. And I will see you on Friday. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Seeking God, Loving Others. You can read more inspiration and join our email list at jasminelozano.com. And don't forget to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss an episode. While you're there, you can leave a rating and review to help others find the podcast. Be sure to tune in every Monday for new episodes and a great way to start the week. Thanks again for listening. And remember, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. God is on your side.